0: Kia ora mai whānau. I feel like I say this every episode, don't I? But you're definitely in for a treat this one here. I know a long time. People have been waiting for us to connect. And uh, after a bit of banter online in the DMs, having a laugh, we finally managed to get together uh, when her car broke down here in Taranaki. I say it was meant to happen so that we could have this corridor. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Panya. To Paiho aka Wahine Toa Hunting and we talk about pretty much everything there's I mean f- for those of you that follow her you know she leaves no stone unturned we talk about everything from uh, her days of dealing and thieving and all that sort of carry on to now empowering mana wahine by leading them into uh, the ngahire bonding with tāne and papatua nuku and learning to empower themselves to exploring that world and it gets crazy whānau there's a bit of in there. Um, there's all sorts of things about how we foresee the future. Some of the craziness going on right now. It is all in this episode, so make sure you listen very, very closely. It is my pleasure to bring it to you, Fano Mana as a birthright with Panya Tepaihau right here on Best Side. Age-old question: North here, queer, Kawai queer. Where
1: are you from? Where are you raised? Well, kia ora, my name's Pani and Um I'm Tuhoi and Kahununu. I was raised in the main streets in the district. I was <laughs> 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 in the beautiful streets of Purirua. Then I migrated. I sound like a bird. I moved to Pani for a little while now. I reside in, um, Vegas, old Tierra and I love it up there. Rotorua. It's beautiful, and yeah, made
0: fun. So tell me how that all. So growing up in Portillo, mm-hmm. obviously people probably got their assumptions there. Tell me <laughs> what that was like for you.
1: For me, it's where I learned a lot of my life lessons. That were mainly not brought on by the community. It was brought on by my initial fun. I went through a lot of struggles, but I learned a lot of lessons there, and I don't take my People might call some things that happened in my past tragedies, I take them as war wounds and battle scars that I can move forward and people that are going through this now, suicide stuff or being far eyed out or having abusive parents and neglectful narcissistic parents um, and being, you know, just kind of thrown out on the streets. I feel blessed to have gone through that and to learn from that because when I go back into doing co-puppers for our people, that's where I go back to. I always find people at the top have all these solutions, but they've never been at the bottom. Do you know what I mean?
0: Hard out.
1: Can tell us what we need, but are you going to listen to what we're telling you we need? And that's two different
0: things. And often we'll tell you what you need, and then you'll be like, oh, true, so you've tried or you've seen that work before. So you know
1: that, exactly. Because a lot of the policies and a lot of people that try and help They're book smart with their life dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna write that down, book smart.
1: You can have a 20, 30 fucking million degrees and have lived the best life, not had any trauma, not had any life experience. And I'm not saying you can't help, but people that have walked that, healed from that, they are the best teachers and the best ones to know what they need, because you've sat in that dark space. You know what light needs to be turned on.
0: So then, in relation to your journey, and I obviously know there's gonna be some things you definitely don't wanna share, Mm but you've spoken about these things that you've learned that have helped you where you are today, mm-hmm. and then you've spoken about how important it is to go through the wars mm-hmm. in order to help and advise people on the war that we're all going through right now, mm-hmm. all the different wars. So what were some of the wars or some of the battles that you're comfortable with sharing that you've you've been through or things that so you've learned years. from? many <laughs>
1: <months. laughs> my personal life. No, I just, my personal things that I've been through is like my dad killing him stuff. So going in, and my nephew and my niece for himself and a very special person to the whakapapa of wahine toa hunting Parikura, she was meant to be the next wahine toa hunter after me and she she took her life and so those just before she was going to start her own um, ropu of wahine toa hunting so those, those Keep me grounded to why I'm here and what I'm meant to be doing and don't let the razzle dazzle of needs toa hunting and all the book signing all that other crap means absolutely nothing It's making sure that I'm still w- walking and talking it You know what I mean? My mm. mahi that I have to do is like the suicide march to parliament I had to do that because my nephew and niece took their lives it, never, it always reconnects back to why I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing and I have a big voice it. <laughs> and this is what it's here for. Like, it, this is what it's here for to be the voice with the voices. So I have to sit in these spaces, I have to continue to feel this mum eyes because everybody else is feeling this mum eyes. It's very easy for me to go, oh, well, I'll just fuck off now, I'll go do some TV, great. Well, who the fuck is that going to help? No one. Because, yeah. I mean, you can do the razzle dazzle, but you still need to do the mahi. And when tragedies happen in my life all the time, it reconnects me back to what I'm actually supposed to be doing. It's like a reality check that do yeah, sure? yeah, yeah,
0: for sure <laughs> for sure it's, it definitely gives me an idea and an understanding and I think for listeners watchers whatever about yeah, what you use or what you employ to keep you grounded
1: yeah a tragedy it'll keep pulling me back it'll keep pulling me back to so be like look you can live your best life you can do all this show and all this stuff but don't forget why you're here honey, because I died for a minute 26 seconds when I had my son through complications through the birth I died come back now, if I had died at that point of my life, I had learnt nothing, I was a complete idiot, it was a drug dealer, I don't know what the fuck I was up to. Me getting a second chance at life has really given me a smack in the face, because who the fuck gets that? Shit, Tupac don't even get that. Mm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It gave me a smack in the face to be like, wake up. And so now I take every day as a blessing. There's always a balance. And so when I walk my journey, it always stems back from that, that tomorrow's not a promise, because you've already lost it once. Do you know?
0: How? Yeah. So then let, let's go to that, to you dying, because that is what it is. I was trying to think of another word <laughs> yeah, for I it. Yeah, I don't really talk about it. It's
1: not
0: something I tend to talk about. Okay, well then, well, if we you, can, if, if can, you don't can. want to, we can yeah. study this bit. But I can talk about the lessons that I learned from it. For sure. I mean, that's the lane I was running. I wasn't going to go in on yeah. the actual experience. Cause
1: yeah. Not fun. It <laughs> <fuck laughs> <that>, wasn't <laughs> great. No, no, it
0: was more like. <laughs> It sounds like from what you're saying and from your quarter from Real Talk the other day that there was a different pioneer before that happened. Oh
1: hell yes, hood girls doing hood things. <laughs> so elaborate on that, what changed <laughs> and how and what? My fucking attitude and my wake up. I was living at people's underestimation of myself. Quite happily. They thought I was a piece of shit, so I'll just turn up every day like a piece of shit. No one expected me to be. So what does that look like? What's a
0: piece of shit? What? Like?
1: Dealing, scrapping, stealing, anything you could think of that pieces of shit people would do, I was doing because I just I I felt like no one gave shit. So, what do I give a shit mm. if that? Yeah. Moving forward, like, and so when I died, I was like, everyone has a purpose within their life, and if I had died, which I did, <laughs> and came back, <laughs> um, what I laugh at something funny? <laughs> like, what well, to be honest, <laughs> it's, out of it's, it's it, probably yeah. a nervous laughter from yeah, you dealing I with it. About it. Yeah, so yeah. It's just a little, <laughs> a little trick. Yeah. Is that if I had died in that life, it just woke me up I achieved nothing achieved nothing from what I was wow. dead to her. And so I would have died, and what was my legacy? That's your fucking legacy. And my legacy is not about me. My legacy now of Mahinitua hunting, and the tenoranga, tira tanga, manamotohake aspect of it, is that, is the one that I've gone on to teach to hunt, teach their kids to, and it's just not the hunting, it's the reconnection back to the whenua. That and the manumotohake aspect of it. That is what I want my legacy to be. Not for me, but for their own kids yeah so
0: it's like the passing of that pattern and kind of the change you can make the 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 ripple effects of the money. I day. made
1: no ripple effects apart from people owed me money for ticks. Oh, well, no, skip. Well done, Paz. <laughs> <laughs> now they're crossing the road with no Sammy. Cool. So they're like, sweet, don't have to like, anymore. Yeah, they're like, well, you're a changed woman. You don't need your 40 bucks. And I'm right. like, well, I do, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the last couple of days straight in. you probably did. I have needed it. I've all <laughs> so, moved past But like, So this second chapter of my life, let's call it my second, this is my second go. Like, you better live it like you fucking, you're going to die tomorrow. 'Cause just like that day I not know I was gonna die that day. Mm. And just like tomorrow I could die on my way home tomorrow. So every single day in some form I have to make a count. Whether it be interviews, talking about molding, whether it be real talks, whether it be doing copism, doing pequequois, anything before I need tour hunting, like every single day in some aspect, even if it's replying to people on in my inbox, just try and do every single day throwing the pebble. Just throwing people. And sometimes I don't fucking feel like throwing pebbles. Sometimes I just want to throw a box back. <laughs> but it's hard, but I know that if I don't if I miss two or three days, I'm not throwing pebbles. There's two or three days that I could have helped someone or saved someone or done something. What am I fucking here for? And what if I die on Wednesday? I'm interested to know then, how do you
0: deal with, because fuck, like everyone needs to fill their cup and everyone needs to chill the fuck out. And it sounds like you go full hundy and that you don't allow yourself that at times. How do you balance that out or do you not? you just go for hundi and fucking run yourself to the ground
1: mm-hmm. well I'm very lucky where I stay in Te Roa. so I live up the road from Weatapu which is a hot waterfall in the middle of the bush so me and my kids will go there nearly every day and sit in it because my kids are my grounding and they will give me a, a mana slap if I need it <laughs> and I love this you know they will be like look, a
0: mana slap they will like give that. me a mana
1: slap and be like oi wake up and they will really keep me grounded but it's going to that place and sitting in that water and just just aura really and just taking all that energy back that I, I do lose through these kaupapa because I do have a tendency to run myself into the ground. <laughs> My bro told me I've got kaupapa ADHD and I was like, mm-hmm, not wrong. <laughs> so define that because I feel like
0: a lot of whānau have that and I think yeah. I know what you mean but for listening listeners. So
1: initially wainitua hunting was started for me to teach women how to hunt and to give them a, a greater sense of hake tēnurang tētāna and Re- refining their because you always have your money. Sometimes you just got to remember you're a bad bitch. Yep. But then what I realised was I'm having to do this and teach past knowledge onto them that they would have learnt before colonisation. So it's then I started looking at everything colonisation has done to our people, our suicide rates, our woman. mighty be one of the most incarcerated women in the like per capita in the whole of the fucking world. Our children are getting stolen. Our language was stolen. Our, our tikanga was stolen our tuhong was suppressed and this all has massive repercussions repercussions oh my wow. <laughs> repercussions <laughs> in our day-to-day lives we've got Fano who they are tanga to whenua disconnected so they're sleeping in cars where's their past where's their people where's that where is that community like that stuff and that's the grassroots shit that I can't get away from because once you're open to the damage that condolone wow wow <laughs> You're that pumped, you're your
0: excited, height. you're getting tongue tied. It's yeah. me. Colonization, we yeah. don't yeah. think very much. Yeah.
1: Has, has done to our people, you can't go back to sleep in it. And once you start making footsteps in it and trying to heal it, you can't stop. You're on the path, you've just got to keep going.
0: Fuck, man, it honestly speaks volumes to me because, like, I'll admit, it's only really the last kind of five years, maybe not even that, that I've started. I I, I want to say contributing, but I don't want to sound fucking no, hee no, or whatever. You know. But um, before that it was, I was just looking after me, you know, mm, making sure I was I, sweet. This
1: is maori We are about we, mm. never me. So that's, do you know what I, what I recommend, like, this is a movie that I watched back in my former life, it's Crooked Earth, right? So oh, yeah, I yeah. watched it as a colonialized, urbanised person, Māori. And I thought Timowera Morrison was the the good guy. (laughs) No, no, I I thought he was the good guy coming in and saving and being like da 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 and I thought the other bro fighting for Tinaranga Tina Tanga was now the gay one. What an idiot. I watched it recently and I was like really appalled on my older view of that movie. Cause now I see the bro who's riding around trying to get that land back, trying to do what he needed to do to keep the Tungata Fenowa connected to the Fenwa, get the Finuwa for them. Like i had a completely different view of that movie so i advise you go and watch crooked Earth and tell me what side of the fence you sit on if you sit on the f- side that tomorrow and morrison's actually come on as this big savior from the army is versus the grassroots guy just trying to save his part moldydom it'll tell you how, how colonialised you are aye yeah really truthfully mine was as well like
0: like speaking of movies and i guess like pop culture and things uh, a measurement that i took as i grew up I grew up always thinking that malcolm x was the bad guy in that whole hekoi oh, over america yeah so then and i never really clicked that and and i was kind of pitched and i know that i was now that i'm older i realized that that was kind of intentional it was know? on purpose yeah people people told me that on that purpose called. so it was portrayed to me on yeah. purpose yeah. so martin was the good guy and malcolm was the bad guy but i understand now being older that the two work hand in hand you can only be, like, everyone needs that cousin who's going to get a bit gangster when shit hits the mm-hmm, fan. But mm-hmm. like, everyone also needs that cousin who's who's great with their your voice or whatever on yep. the phone. Uh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and it's, it's not an either rule. Absolutely. And I, like, a lot of the stuff that I do, because I'm very, I don't like the word, you know, the word worry I don't like, like, you know, because it's got a bad connotation, but I do because you can take it back. So when you move in spaces and you, like, people go, oh, you need to speak a certain way because they're not going to take you seriously. It's like, my brother taught me. It was like, yeah, but you and I was like, yeah, but I don't want to change who I am. It's like, yeah, but there's certain places you have to be better at them, at their game, and then win the game because you're not gonna want it like that. Mm. And it really made me sit back and think. Like, I think you're right. You know, there's times and spaces to use the the parkour voice, that kind of energy, and there's other times where it's like you just keep it. And I think a lot of us, like,
0: I've definitely seen it like amongst friends and whānau and stuff you kind of turn on each other right at times like oh you're being too fake or you're doing or you're being too whoring you know but it's an and and like you can use both can use both put them both in your pocket be good or be good at it (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's something you love saying right (laughs) yeah
1: I do because you go like honestly I love that but that is something that I've learned very hard and fast moving within all these circles I like to be underestimated so the bar's low so when I go to it like I'll tell you a story I'll I've no, gone back to my theme under No, good Yeah, no So um, I did a, a, a cooking show For I don't know It was Maltese TV I don't know what it was for And the lady turned up She not know anything About anything And she was just She judged me straight away She was just Very rude to me Condescending to me oh, wow. And all of that kind of stuff No, but I love that shit Do it Do it do
0: it <laughs> you sound like you're kind of accustomed to, I, to I'm it.
1: so used to shit remember I grew up in the hood I was fine mm. out like I'm used to people thinking I'm going to be nothing and so and I still upset. up to it but now I, I love it because they really think I'm here so anyway we did this episode and at the end of it oh no no, fuck yeah, it. So she saw, because I was awarded New Zealand of the Year uh, Hero Award, and she oh, saw wow. my award, my medal sitting there, and she goes, Whose is that? Like I had stolen it. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I just did a Berg on Tuesday. night." I was like, No, no, that's mine. And she was like, Well, how the, how the hell did you get this? And I was like, I don't know, hero things. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. And then she looked to the right, and there was a patu, and it had, say, um, sweet firefighter, it had my firefighting like, pin on it and stuff. And she was like, Oh, what what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was high said. And then she's like, well, <laughs> yeah okay and then she goes like, what are you doing next week hey, do you want to do some filming and I said no nah, not really because I don't like this lady she showed me all her hands that's a beautiful thing about people that underestimate people they will show you how condescending how judgmental and everything they are once they think that you're not a worthy enough person I don't fuck with people like that I like people to come to this like just be nice to everybody all the time and show everybody equal respect, whether they've come through this whether they've had the hardest you know been through rehab but they've come out the other side whether they're a CEO just treat them all exactly the same because that is a key thing for me. Treat the fucking waiter the same as a CEO who runs that cafe.
0: You must see some crack-up stuff I then was because going off on something and I forgot what I was going to say. That's right. Well, <laughs> I'm confident we'll find it. I'm confident we'll come back. But um, it's funny hearing you talk about, you know, um, you know, being genuine and speaking to people as people because... Because you, you're moving through a lot of circles at the moment, right? Yeah. So you must see a lot of...
1: See a lot of different a things. A lot of shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I really do. I really do. And I, I love it because I love, like... I love reading people. So I just... You know, when people see someone at their lowest Like, I don't care who you sit with at the top tell me who you sit with at the bottom Show me those stories about who you've walked with When you're you know, walking with the broken Show me those stories Because I've I've been with the most fucking famous people Straight up, bro I can't believe some of the people that I've been put around They are the most down to earth motherfuckers Then there's some people that just own a restaurant or a bar And they are the most rudest, arrogant, stuck up bastards And I'm like What? <laughs> like, my mind can't, you know It is what it is.
0: Yeah, I I could go in on that too, don't but I don't. I don't. It'll end up. it end up. i end up, end up naming people, don't and I don't it. want to run that. I don't want to run <laughs> that yep. lane. Yep. Man, there's a few things that you've brought up. I've been dotting down heaps of notes here. I love the mana slap. That's mean. I've never heard that before. Because are good
1: like that. Like if I say something and it's just not on. Like my my especially my oldest daughter. She's like, uh, no. And that's what <laughs> I love about her. Because most people are like, oh she shouldn't talk like that. I'm like no, she should. Because if she can stand up to say something that's not right, and it's only when it's not right. She Call it out like that's not right. I'm like, why the hell would I tell her don't do that? Yeah, always question things that aren't right and shut them down if you can. Absolutely,
0: do you think it'll be different if you had an older boy
1: who did that? I do have, they all do, yeah,
0: but, <laughs> but then but the, nah. people talk about him doing that. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I, I,
1: oh, no one's actually pulled it up, but he's quieter. But
0: yeah. My older
1: daughter's not because
0: <laughs> I can't that. help but wonder is that like a thing of how like our woman try to get put into this box of being nice and you know painted. Same, like, yeah, 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 quiet, you know, and being a so lady, that shit.
1: She can't really help it on her mum. <laughs>
0: <Like>, poor girl. <laughs> but yeah, I just kind of wonder if yeah. people say that particularly about your daughter, but not so much about your son, because it's kind of expected that she or that woman in general I mean, don't.
1: Quiet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of like was the hunting world before. <laughs> like, it was very weird pink posing your bra off rifles and all that kind of... That was not on the grassroots, not on the people that were going for the hunts, not the females going for hunts, but that was the image that was projected. So if you look back about five years, you see, yeah, just chicks in bikinis holding rifles and all that kind of shit. And, I mean, they still make pink stuff for us, handies. Like, stop, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stop that shit. There is also, you know, there is very hearty there, that gender buzz going on yep. and, but it's, it's chilled out the last few years because I'll
0: it out <laughs> like tell place. me how that all started because you've said to your, yourself multiple times that you're not a bush chick or whatever you want to call it fuck I don't even know what to word it. <laughs> but you know you're, you're, that's not like your it's originally not your home I guess or where you come from so how did that kick off or how did that come to be
1: yeah I was very urbanised and I grew up very hood very very hood and my, I was disconnected from my turanga all of that. And going, and so my ex, he was a hunter, and they'd go hunting and they'd come back. And I saw how therapeutic it was for him, but also I saw him filling out freezes, And it was like a switch, like, I want to come. And he was like, Oh, yeah, coming. So then I came and then I learned, and then I learned, and then I just took it all along. And then it was the reconnection back to the finua and to the bush that was the real key for me. Like, if I don't go in the bush now, after about a week, I start to feel. Real mummas, I start feel kind of sick, and I can feel depression creeping in. Or if I'm having depression, because I am um, prone to depression, if I go into the bush for a few, just even for a few hours, that's just the that whole, the whole of the bush. Just it really does heal me and sense me, and that's a big thing. Of our woman is depression, a lot of our women are on pills and shit, to, you know, and counselling and stuff. Taking you into the bush is going to go the same thing a lot of the time and it's just such a needed thing that we're not doing and i know for a fact that it works and i've seen it the women i've taken through once they get connected back to the bush they want to go deeper into their puppet, and it's just such a beautiful transition and it's just so healing and i feel so honored to see some of these women i've taken it's just insane the stuff they've gone on to do which they never would have done before before the reconnection and i'm pretty blessed to watch them so have you got any
0: sort of because you mentioned things like SIFs and MSD and all that sort of stuff. Have you done social work yourself?
1: Uh, mm, well, I went into the youth prison, so I was like, right, what am I going to do? I need to fucking be helping our people because I can see that how this is happening, so it just needs to be for our kids. I went into the youth um, jail, and I went in there and talked to them. How long time, ago was this? About three years ago, two okay. years ago, and I was like, fuck. This is my story Because the main thing With these kids these days Is that they Like I said I lived it to my, ind- my Underestimation I never saw a future past That was it my, my story's already laid out Fuck it Who gives a shit No one gives a shit There's no one That's been through this That come out the other side And now they're doing this Apart from sports stars And I'm not a sports star <laughs> <laughs> Cardio hurts my feelings <laughs> It's a swear word <laughs> So going into there And telling them What I used to do Where I came from and then saying, but now this is, this is what's happening. The only difference was the reconnection back to the funeral. Then I took one, to so there was one girl there, I took her out, reconnected her back, got her hunter, she smashed a big stag, and then she was the only one out of all those girls in that room that didn't go back on to re and go back and get locked back up. It's not a coincidence, it's reconnection. Yeah.
0: So let's go in on that then, because we've already, we've danced around it, and I was going to hold off for a bit and get into it later, but we fucking might as well, we're there. Mm. Because we've said words like disconnection, um, taken away, stripped, all that sort of stuff. us. Yeah. So let's let's word. go in on that on that a little bit. When did like? Because I don't know. I, I can only speak for me. So I guess I'll, I'll t- I it wasn't like. It was something that was always spoken about around me. It
1: wasn't.
0: It wasn't. Yeah. So I know that obviously when I look back, it probably was like you know aunties and uncles probably had a laugh about stuff or yep. my dad and his brothers might have talked about things, but it wasn't like a word that was said all the time it like wasn't. we like we speak about it now. It
1: wasn't because those last two generations, unless you were you had the beautiful privilege of growing around Taurua like around Tamati and Chester, where you're not you weren't going to hear it because those last two generations are kind of like, not all, and I won't say all because there are some hearty activists in there, but they're not, and I hate this word, but it's true, they're not woke like us. We see our trauma, we see where it's coming from, they were still quite asleep to it, we're the more woken generation, and and that's such a fucking beautiful thing, but it means we've got a lot of work to do, and a lot of doors to open, a lot of fucking doors to kick in for the next generation. Because if you hadn't noticed, they are so much more connected to the environment, to you're talking about the new so gym? Yeah, the yeah. one underneath us. I don't know what they called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Them, so they are so I've much I've lost more track of what open. fucking
0: letter we're up to now. Yeah, X, y, Z, they're like my stuff.
1: children and their friends and that whole generation, we just do not give them enough fucking credit. We sit there and go, oh, they're moping, whining, this, that, and the other, no, they're fucking not. They're saying shit that we would have just taken... They're talking about I'm not gonna take that. And it's not being weak, that's actually being strong, so I'm not gonna do that. And it's not right. And that, mm. that for me I have a lot of respect for that generation coming up. But our level right now, we have a fucking lot of mahi to do. To open doors so they don't have to open it. So my daughter doesn't have to open it, I'll pick it open. And I'm good at that. I sled birds. We might
0: we might bring that up <laughs> no, later no, too. That's not, that's <laughs> <not>. <laughs> so then with like Let's say, let's, it's fucking quite reductive, but undoing colonisation. Where are Healing some. Healing
1: trauma of colonisation.
0: Here we go, okay. Healing the trauma <laughs> of colonisation. Where are some places we can start?
1: So for me, I've always said it starts in Parliament, but never in Parliament. Mori have the treaty, and here whakaputanga for exactly this reason. We were never meant to be under the crown, we were only ever meant to be beside it. And with the rise of the wards, the rise of the healthcare, Mold healthcare, the role, the. Um, the the movement coming off the, I wouldn't say cis, but the Māori... The health authority. All of that, right now is exactly where we are, where we need to be right now. We are forming beside, Because under the Crown, look what it's done to us, our statistics, for every... Like, people say the system's broken. No, it's not. It's doing exactly what it's fucking meant to do. It's meant to keep us at the fucking bottom. So why would we stay under the system? So the the separate system, but that is still united, because we are partners in treaty. We are not... Māori do not want to be... You know, superior. We don't want Maori. Um, What's the good? Oh, supremacy. We don't want Maori supremacy. We want Maori equality. Mm. And that fears a lot of people because they see it as well. You know, like they want supremacy. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's equal. And when you
0: look, like if you look really small, like if you look at fucking, like if you make it say a decade. Then, yeah, okay, it might look like special treatment having a separate health authority. If you look at a 10 year timeline, but that's a fucking, that's a speck on history. Mm -hmm. When you widen that scope and see what's actually gone down, that's when you see that it's not fucking special treatment at all.
1: Exactly. It's the least you can fucking do. Mm. It's the least you can fucking do and come to the table and let us, allow us, which I hate that. No, no, no. Like, and the main thing that I'm also seeing that's kind of kicked off lately. Well, it's always been there, but it's come really full force in the last six months. Is the hate towards Mori social fucking media? I- I'm seeing shit like, oh, fucking
0: read something on my phone, I just screenshot it actually. Give me one minute. Yeah, no, no rush. You're right, it is fucking out the gate. Like, um, I'm a part of a few conversations and chat groups or whatever. I don't want to speak to it too much because I don't want to give energy to those fucking assholes, but there's a lot of things going on, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So Lee Williams, right? Mm-hmm. This is the mate. Truthfully, on a really serious note here, if anybody saw what happened with the Moss shootings in Christchurch, there was one fucking lunatic moving on racist fucking lunatic circles, spouting hate crime. These people do not move by themselves; they move in circles. So Lee will have a circle. People like that go and shoot up mosques. People like that go and shoot up courthouses. People like that go and shoot up marais. They throw flames into an already fucking burning pit of hate, and it's burning within New Zealand. Like today, I just read. My advice is you go get an A15, buy some more ammo because you'll need it once the civil war starts. It's on the horizon. Scary times. They want to fight. Uh, like it's they. They're so scared, and people like him need to be sent back. So where's it The UK. Yeah. You don't. You shouldn't be allowed to come here and spout that because we don't want another Christchurch. We don't want our kohangas getting shut up, s- sprayed up. Is that what it's gonna take for them to really look at people like him and go, he's a fucking threat. He is a fucking terrorist. Yeah. He's a verbal terrorist. Lighting fires that could take down a core hanger and when that happens, what we're going to go? Oh, we should have done something about it. No, we need to fucking do something about him now. Instead of just sitting around, getting making him lose his job, let fuck off you go, mate. Back to wherever the fuck you came from with that fucking rhetoric, because it's not helping. It's going to hurt a lot of people.
0: I watched. Um, I, I'm quite lucky that I've only found out about him through this whole debacle. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't know about him for like the last two or three years. And, and it's quite fucking out of it to think he's had a YouTube channel going for like two years, right? Where,
1: why has it not been shot down? Why has he not been investigated? These are hate crimes. He is The corridor. he is spitting is just little flickery flames, just waiting to hit a piece of dynamite before it fucking blows up and moldy people will get killed. Is this not a problem to anybody else apart from to us? Is this not a threat? Everyone can fucking see it. So why are we allowing him to keep having a YouTube channel? Why do we allow him to still be in this country? Mm. He's not he's, you know what
0: I mean You, get oh, it like yeah. it, what the fuck bro so what what responsibility do you think like, cause it's been this stuff's starting to get spoken about in the House of Representatives Parliament what responsibility do you think they've got to it, anything? Or? absolutely mm-hmm.
1: there needs to be a fucking differential point where hate speech is not free speech shut down the hate speech before it fucking lights dynamite
0: how do you differentiate the two?
1: Is it hate speech? It's very clear. What's his name? Trevor Mellor, the one that is the speaker in the Oh, well, that's not racist. The policy is racist. Well, who the fuck wrote the policy? A racist person. You get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Those kind of things. That's not racist. Call a fucking racist spade a spade. Don't dance around it like it's going to blow up even bigger. It's blowing up behind the scenes and it's going to blow up so massive before it's out of control. It is up to people like him to let Rawiri have a fucking voice for us. And not sit there and go, if fucking Judith colonizers been a colonizer, call her out. I'd happily love to talk to her and just be like, what are you doing? I'm more concerned about her husband. Like, I know he's someone, and I'm like, have you is been he? kidnapped? Is <laughs> he? <There's someone laughs> no,
0: I'm just taking the first Oh no, you can I'm ask me, she, she'll tell me. Yeah, them. yeah, that's, that's <laughs>
1: all. That's you know, I'm lovely. more concerned, like, have you been kidnapped by the National Party? Like, just blink a couple times and just let us know if you need to come and get you. Because oh, I'm good, like, they, are you Get, get out, movie. Yeah, hard. <laughs> that's exactly
0: right. As um, I've seen as well, like, she she had an interview with, um, the The boys, um, APN Church. Who's oh, the yeah, yeah. Did she, did she, she like had an interview with them, oh, and no, it was, was it was it was actually pretty sweet. But then at the end, she goes, <laughs> it's just cracks me up because of the whole um, my husband saw thing, <laughs> and then she goes, you know, I'm Joseph Parker's auntie, like you know. So it was a mean corridor, but then she kind of ruined it at the end by trying to be like. You know, I've got some somebody, I know, you know. some real people. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of ethics. And then it was funny, at the end of the corridor, <laughs> he even said, he goes, it was cool, like, in, until that happened. And I was like, oh, my bro. And because he, like, he's only a young cat. Yeah, yeah And yeah, so yeah. they didn't know too much about politics. Yeah, But so yeah. that was his introduction to politics. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's almost like, you know, when, when you... One of your mum's mates who's got like a brown husband around kids, and she says something racist, she goes, Oh, but I'm not racist because my my kids are married. You're like, No, you can still totally be racist, absolutely. That doesn't give you a pass. I've got friends, (laughs)
0: I've got friends that are brown. no no lots of brown
1: people in my office, I don't talk to them, they're annoying, but you know, (laughs) I'm always there, I'm always talking about the treaty. Can't get over it. Yeah, those kind of.
0: You need to be doing skits <laughs> I know you've been talking to, to Tim and Riggs About doing skits and shit you Yeah, know, I you used need, to do
1: skits back in the day then I was like, will oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to be I want to be in politics, but not the way it's set up Right now, I'm going to wait, because I know there's a, a, a big movement coming, so I'll wait for that I can feel it
0: Interesting, a lot of people wouldn't think that, eh?
1: I know, because they're like, I thought you were a rapper or something <laughs> thought you were a rapper we, we thought you were a hunting yeah, rapper what do you much mean much that you were in there I'm running out of shit to do I told you at would up the HD nah like... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I need to write that down I've never heard that before but it makes total sense
1: but yeah I, I, I have always aspired to be a politician and just not in the framework that it's set now, because like I said, it don't work for me and don't work for our people, so I'm not doing any of that shit. I'll so heal it and we'll jump on the other When side. did that start, do you my think? My whole life. I've always wanted to see... When you're talking about my Even old Panya? Yeah, even <laughs> old Panya. She was a bit more, how do you work the system? Yeah, <laughs> Get our PGA <PDFs>. yeah. <laughs> No. Hey, and, 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 and? Well, yeah, so...
0: Those politicians are working the fucking system. Oh, right I I know a
1: lot of them are ripping them off, and it's the thing we just look at poor people ripping people off. Oh, yes, punish the poor, war on the poor. What about the rich people?
0: Oh, but the whole the whole mates. thing about <laughs> the whole thing with you know people being dull bludgers, oh. and I'm using quotation hands, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's okay to
1: be using tax loopholes. Yeah, hundred thousand dollar loophole to pay for your boat or your kids. Private that shit schools, fucks me off, or yeah. pay for a whole private um pi- uh, police investigation team. I think they're called a red team or a blue team. that You send them in. We could talk about this later. Off here, I don't want to get into this thing. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot that goes on in there But when you're in that system, you can't call it out This is why it's so important for a separate but alongside multi mm. system Because the corruption in there that I've seen myself And I know a lot of politicians that have moved in that, in that circle as well The stuff that I've seen is fucking horrendous But those people that do it are at the top and they won't get called out Because if you get called out, you're going to go missing This is real talk stuff, really seriously This is why it is so important for the rise of Dim to become equal with the crown because there is just so much corruption there, and it's some scary shit.
0: So go back to when you oh. wanting to get into politics when like you said forever so, even like young puns hi, like so ta- I, when was the first time you remember thinking that that could be a good thing to do? So
1: for me I've always had this like I wouldn't say weird level of empathy I've always had a heightened level of empathy for people and aboriginals and uh, African Americans I've always had this heightened like connection with them through their struggle which is which is kind of out of it because I didn't really even see how, how I didn't I couldn't understand how much I was struggling as a Mori woman was actually the same as them mm. you know what I mean yep. and so when I was a kid growing up and I'd watch all the movies about them and all their struggles, and I'll just think, fuck, it's all come down from a politician line. Politicians could change this. Their, their councils could change this, but they're, they're not. And that just always kind of stuck in my mind that if I was to get in there, you can do good. I know you make a lot of money in politics, that's the fucking problem. Cap it at 100 grand. See who's still willing to work in there. Take away the fucking free rides the free flights, all that shit. And the people that actually want to be there to help the people, the people that need to be in there, will be in there. And it'll take all these other money-hungry people. Like, I think I was sold, Simon. Who are you making 300 grand a year? What the fuck are you making 300 grand a year for, mate? Fucking sell it. I want to be for your Duffy people. Sold us down the river. Play the fuck pub card whenever it suits him. Doesn't he, though? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am um, so... Oh, just one thing. Yeah, <laughs> This is just a little keynote. Yeah. So I don't care about followers. I like the numbers, but I kind of buzzed out the other day because when I came into it, I saw how much damage um, Simon's mouth does and him and... Yeah, him and... Uh, benefit. What's her name? Paula. <laughs> yeah, those two. How much fucking hurt they were doing to our people and selling us out all the time so I had this thing of like I don't care about like follower numbers but I just want to do as much good as I can to have more followers than Simon Bridges mm. and then I achieved that last week. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's not necessarily about the followers
0: or the numbers it's just I guess I don't want to say even it's not even really about platform but it's just having a megaphone to be able to yell the volume that he yells. You know Exactly.
1: Be the voice for the voices, but silence
0: the ones that are using it for, for bad. Because I battled, you know, and I don't know if I've shared this, I've shared this with a couple of mates, but fuck, I battled when the Māori wards mm. was getting voted in. Um, I was in parliament for those readings. Mate. And fuck, man, like some of the shit that he was saying, it was hard not to walk down there and throw hands down. Hey, such a dick. Like,
1: I just... Every time I see him, like if I was on a or whatever, because I've been there a couple of times, I just see him. I just wanna be like, bro, I just wanna ankle tap tap into a gorse bush, but you can't because it's physical assault. But you know, like I'm going i i just like wanna like, be like, just if you have no money, if you had nothing, like you'd have to go back to, you have to go back to your two a and connect because his māoridom and his, I mean his, rejection of his māoridom apart from when he wants to play that card. And his, his greed, his personal greed has really corrupted him. And it's a sad thing to see one of our people who could make so much difference for us at that level, turn their back on us and spit in our faces and sell us down the river. And that's what he's done.
0: Do you know much about him? Like where he's from? With? I don't, so that's all I'm asking.
1: No, because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't think he does.
0: I just know he's from Tona but that's all. It,
1: mm. <laughs> I
0: better talk before TGA, you go eh? before you go in <laughs> go have a
1: little visit to mucca too eh? <laughs> <Hard>. <laughs> get your ears clipped <laughs> So with
0: because well, we've talked about like mental health stuff quite a lot through our corridor. Mm-hmm. obviously that's pretty important and pretty prevalent and also a byproduct or a result not a byproduct a direct result of sure. of, of colonization so was were you made acutely aware of that area because a lot of people like a lot of kids and even a lot of people our age don't even think about it still you know even though it's everywhere and that's on this billboard, it's through the media and stuff, hard out now, because we're at a point where it's pretty undeniable. Mm. But once upon a time, I mean, I know in my life there's once upon a time when I didn't really even think about it. Mm. But now you can't think about it. Has it always been there for you, though?
1: When I was studying my dad killed himself, when you walk in grief that has been dealt by the hands of depression, you never forget what that feels like, you never forget that sting, and you would never wish it on anybody else. And then. When he died, it triggered my own depression and my mum being so just, my mum, and then me having the other... Were well, they still together, when your dad? No, nah, no, nah, they split. So it was just that whole, it's a kickstarter of something that, that sting is still in me. But it's in me for a reason. It used to be pain, but now it's passion and it's turned it to just keep helping, keep doing what you can do and just keep talking to people about it. Pull it out of them. Because that's the hardest thing, because when you're in depression, because when I go in depression I just want to like, lock myself in the room, just like cry about it. And so what? No, and that's, a, that's the worst thing you can do, because then you're just going to spiral. Just yeah. take someone to be like, bro, what are you up to? What are we up to, cuz you know you're right, and so you can talk about it. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a very dark subject, but it needs to continually be talked about.
0: Yeah. How how's the talking gonna
1: help? It draws you out of your self-induced bubble that you're going deeper, deeper, deeper. It's like the hand that just kind of goes, hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. Even if you don't even if you just don't want to go and go see your mates or then come over and you don't want to see them, it's knowing that they're there for you yeah. and that you're not an annoyance, that they're still your bros, because you're in your head your anxiety and depression is telling you all this absolute bullshit. It's like Judith Collins in your ear. <laughs> talking absolute <laughs> shit, you know? And you're just like, fuck up, babe. But, you know, if you can actually tell you, and, and it's fighting it all the time, and it's tiring. It's why you get so tired when you get to fighting it all the time. So when someone says, hey, bro, I know you're going through a hard time. I love you. You're strong. And even if you don't feel strong, we'll see you tomorrow, and we'll see you the next day. And we'll see you the next day. It just keeps you going that little bit. Just that person checking up on you. Yeah. So I want to ask
0: them, because, like, I'm, I'm probably one of, I'm not going to say the, but I'm probably one of the people in my crew who like I'm the dude who's annoyingly positive. Yeah. <laughs> like like my mates are like, bro, can you just fuck up and be sad? You know, like not they don't actually say it like that, but but like I've had mates say to me, bro, I'm over your positive shit, you know? And it's fucking and it's funny, we laugh about it. So like is there like can you kind of be too positive like yes, yeah, like, yeah.
1: yeah you, you get, it can be draining on the other side because you think fuck he's so up there with his energy my energy's so down there because everything we do especially in like that is a mirror so you're just mirroring back to how they feel how dark they feel because they see how bright you feel uh, no, no, no. it feels unreachable for them
0: yeah that it feels unreachable for them so it's like a reminder of where they're not well, at they're not. right now yeah
1: where well, they're not
0: yeah good to know because I know there's a lot of because I mean yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of people I've had conversations they're with They're like, bro, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that, and I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you other than that's not what they really need right now. Mm-hmm. Like, if it hasn't worked, don't blame you to, that you can't figure out the puzzle. Like, everyone's an individual and everyone's different. They need different things at different times. Exactly. If yeah. you're not getting through, then yeah.
1: leave I mean, it for someone else who counseling can. Counseling might to help else. for someone uh, medication might help someone, getting reconnected to the bush, back to their whanau might help someone, we all move and all we're all separate people, we're all separate entities with separate issues going on someone's depression might be caused from something someone else's depression is caused from something so everybody has an individual view of it, but it's just being there for people, not giving them, like you can say, oh here's a counsellor's number or I've run someone for you if you think they're in that space or all that kind of stuff. or do you want to come to the bush mm. but it's just literally making sure that, that person knows that they're there and they're worthy. And, and letting them vent if they need to vent. And
0: just no judgment. I'll ask a selfish question, just because mm-hmm. I'm interested to know, you don't have to answer if you don't mm-hmm. want to, but just um, I'm, it's not often I'm in a space where someone who's directly affected by depression that I can talk mm-hmm. to about this sort of stuff. So I want to ask. Mm-hmm. If you don't mm-hmm. want to answer, don't yeah. answer. Um, but a, a lot of people that I speak to that go through depression, they speak about... That there's this um, this overwhelming feeling that they're just an inconvenience to Absolutely. people.
1: Yeah, you, you do become that. Can guy. you
0: talk about that a little bit, kind of just what what occurs for, or what like happens. for
1: me especially? I think anyone that has some weird success, like because I get to do all these amazing things, I have this huge imposter syndrome because I still carry my inferiority po- complex from when I was a hood mm. kid. That's never going to really heal. It always feels like I'm gonna get caught out if that, you know what I mean, like, I'm about to start filming a Kai series with the BBC World News and Al Jazeera and I've got a book deal of Penguin Publishing Houses and I turned out all this other TV and um, Women's Weekly wants to do a bloody feature and all this other shit, you know, and I just feel that is not my greatness. It, it feels, you, and so when you, Cause people will be like, "Well, what do you have you to be sad about? You've got It's like depression is not sadness. Sadness is looking into your bank account and going, "I've only got three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy a box. Oh, hey, I've only I got three dollars." <laughs> <laughs> depression is looking at your at your three dollars, going, "Fuck! I want to kill myself. I can't deal. I can't pay my rent. I'm a fucking useless piece of shit. I only made three. I've only got three dollars. I'm shit at budgeting. That's the difference. That's the difference. And yeah."
0: Mm. No, you just up. you
1: just get sucked into it And everything No matter how great your life is People go He had a great wife And great kids And he was mm. a successful rugby player So fucking what He probably has an imposter syndrome And still is broken in the inside So it's working on that Because I still try to work on that But there's major triggers That will trigger me Because I do a lot of work In the, the suicide realm So it's very it's something that I touch on for a little bit. I'll go do a hikoi, I'll go do what I need to do, go to space, but then I'll pull back off it for a few good months so I'm not sitting in that energy because it will drag me back down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, I don't think I have been depressed, I don't think. I'm not a fucking clinical psychologist, yeah. so I don't know. But I definitely can relate to imposter syndrome yeah like, there's definitely some spaces that I'm like who the fuck am how I am to be doing how am I here right this? now yeah.
1: absolutely yeah like how am I worthy I'm not worthy of this because that's also I'm not worthy of standing on the stage of Real Talk and sharing my fucking hood rat stories and like <laughs> now they've given me all this that that koha they gave me like I'm not worthy of this I'm just me like doing you know and it's such a it's such a weird world to walk in when you come from broken childhoods mm. and, and people not building you up and you have been built up properly you feel like there's bits missing so you go places you just feel like you shouldn't be there like when i was at the budget reading stuff i'm like how the fuck <laughs> like, <"Scare any? laughs> like yeah. it just feels like that all the time but it does make me like so appreciative i never take for granted the fucking amazing next level shit i get to do ever ever because i feel like <laughs> the i feel like it's gonna get ripped away at any minute people are gonna go no nah, yeah. I don't
0: know, you shouldn't be here. So I don't know. It is it is a weird one though. Eh? Like yeah. in the matter like so like for me it's it's a it's an interesting situation. So I know that I'm loved. Like I know people love me. Yeah. And yeah. I know that That's what gives me the balls to do a lot of things that I do and walk into places that I walk into and have the corridor that I have. Like this is only the second time that we've ever met. (laughs) And we're going full (laughs) handy with some deep shit that you don't really talk to with people you meet for the second time. (laughs) But I know like a lot of my ability to navigate that space is because I know I'm loved. At the end of the day, if I fucked you off or whatever, we left not mates, I know that I'm still loved in other places. So that gives me the nuts, but then at the same time, there is, like, a lot of imposter syndrome in other places. Like, you know, at the moment, um, as a big cracker quarter all that happened the other day with one of my uncles, was um, he, he brought up that I don't often take the pie pie enough when we go to marae and things yeah. like that, because I don't. Because I'm like, who the fuck am I to be doing that? But he loves it when I do or... Because, yeah, put in a situation where you have to sometimes. Yeah. Like, you're the only one out of the yeah, bros who yeah, can court it all. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're the, one, the only one out of the bros that can court it or whatever, so you get chucked into that. And he loves it when I do. And, f- and it was like a good half an hour that he was pretty much trying to say to me, bro, you've got permission. You're
1: worthy. Yeah, hard. And I'm the same as my moko. And the whole time I'll be going... I completely understand.
0: No.
1: Nah. Yeah, I completely understand. So I always knew I was going to get a moko because one of my dad's sisters had it. I knew at a young age I was going to get it. Like, my connection um, to te ao Māori, like it wasn't as strong as, like, hearty as it is now, but I always knew that that was going to be my part. Then when I started saying it, once I moved into a hunting in the new phase of my life and really reconnecting and doing stuff, people were like, you can't just, do that, like na, and then I was like then I really sat on it, sort of because I do lots of spiritual stuff and caught it all with my and my and just open up and be like and I knew like you are worthy. And the more actually if you go back in our history, not just the last fucking hundred, you go back, you just you got it when you got your period. It's still it's a tapu thing and a beautiful thing. But your fucker papa makes you worthy. You don't have to be out here fucking saving all of Moldydom and speaking on every pie and doing every cutout. You don't have to do that. You are born worthy. And to say you're not is to re ourselves. To take this away. Like this me wearing this tongue every day, it can be a struggle and I will get hit up a bit, like, oh, no no no, who can you do the can you da da da, da da da? But I'm like all like I said before, we are but our mirrors so i'm just reflecting on to them their own inferiority to get their own because the ones that come up to me they don't have it so they're judging me no that you don't have it but you are worthy of having it like don't worry about telling me I'm not. Just know that you are. Mm. You know what I mean? It's decolonizing those kōrero's. Because we are so bad for pulling down each other. Oh, fuck. And you know how much mouldy there are on the planet? A fucking drop. Then half that drop and that's mouldy woman. And we do that stuff. So we fucking tear each other apart. And it's ridiculous. We colonialize ourselves. We need to stop fighting their war for them. And come together.
0: So let's talk about that, The because the Mokokauai cool, is in a bit of a renaissance at the moment. Absolutely. A lot, a lot more people seem to be owning it, hmm. and there, and there was like a bit of a narrative that was like, you have to be worthy before you get it.
1: Yeah, and that comes from what? It comes from colonialisation. They took it away. Then they started putting it, writing it in books. Oh, only the Maori princesses, they were the ones that heard. If you go back and fucking do the research, you will see for yourself for this fucking step <laughs> I love your colonial voice, well, by that's the what way. what sounds like. <laughs> so I'm going to work for the BBC soon, so I'm you know, Yeah, you can give you it practice <laughs> But that's where it came from. It came from that. Them saying back then it's dying out of the princess shit like that. So when we sit in spaces there, and uncles that are like... Sixty going, ah, blah blah, blah You're not worthy here. You think you are you still swear like every day, and I'm like, you are worthy, come and I, I suggest you get it before you pass away because you still don't have yours. And when you get it, you feel it and you feel fulfilled. And any space I walk into, I forget it's there, but it reminds me because everyone will stare, especially parker because I forget it's there because it's it's, it's I, I'm You can yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can't, you know. So I walk on parking spaces and I Especially it being green, and they just like staring and I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> I forget that it's there, but it. But then it's always like a drawer as well. It'll draw people coming up and going, oh my gosh, you know, when did you get that? Blah, 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 blah. And it starts a lot of good conversations as well. It allows me to educate them on my own personal journey. Because I can't talk about anybody else's journey. I'm just my own. Yeah. So when they come up, I just talk about it for them. And a lot of them are like, oh, I never knew that. Or I never knew that.
0: It was a good space to educate as well. so talk to me about the actual process of you having yours done so you decided that you wanted to do it what happened next Who did you, you talk it? to it? my brother
1: Tiorerani so my brother Tiorerani so runs Aotearoa kaigembers so he is one of the main reasons as well that I started to hunting because he is very trying to reconnect the people back to the land and get back to the whenua do marakai all of that he's very big in that and um so and he's got his and I was just like yes I want to get it and then um A lot of people have big ceremonies when they get it. Not me. I sat on the fence because we were, um, we shot a movie for Wahine Tour Hunting called uh, Wahine Warrior for TV and Z. And I was like, oh, do I get it before or after? Or, uh, uh. And I was like, what am I doing? Just go and fucking get it. You know, we just shot it. And I was like, if I get it now, it's going to mess up all the advertising because I didn't have a movie. Now I've got it. Yeah, what a yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck that. No, that's not on my 2.01. Want. They want me to go and fucking get it now. Go and get it now. Don't overthink so it. So I though. said to my brother, can I book it in? And he was like, yeah. And I changed my mind. He's like, oh my God, this is so massive. Because you do feel overwhelmed. It's your face. But then I remembered it's also my fuck papa and it's a taonga. And so my daughter went and got her tarmac on her shoulder, telling on, and I was sitting there and um I knew it was gonna be light. I knew it was gonna be light because green is for my co-papa. It's not in my family, our our is are not. That, not green, mine own, mine's only one green. So my daughter got a called that's green, and I said to him, green, I want it down green. Because what? And I said, my moko, can you do it now? he's like, you're just gonna do it now after you. I was like, yeah, is that right? And he's like, absolutely. He had to do it three times, because it was so light. Because the reason that it's so light for me is because my korero is pretty itty, it's pretty shit like my English. <laughs> I never want to walk into a space and my mukul speaks for me that it's there, I want to wear it, I don't want it to wear me. You know what I'm Yeah. So that was always a thing as well for it being green. I wanted it to, it's for my co-puppers to start my own life for me. My kids get theirs. Cause my um, cousins and all my aunties, they have them as well. But I'm on my own separate journey. Even though they're my fuckpuppers. Yeah. Yeah. What was no, no, no oh, yeah, I was just asking it. how did it got yeah. off. he yeah. did it. He did it, and he did it three times because it was so light, and it fucking killed me by the third one because it felt like was drilling my face, and it was just going straight back over it. But when when I had got it done, just you feel at one. Like I always knew there was something missing, and it was this. And I, I urge you, a few fuck pop, of you, you Marty, go and get it done. It is the most gangsterous thing. Like, I can't explain it. You feel, you don't realize how kind of naked you are when I look back at my old photos how naked my face looks that's not me like this is me complete me you'll ask anyone that has one they'll they'll say like get it even if you just I know for men because it's your whole like almost your whole face it can be very daunting but even if you just did your nose and you up, fuck once you get it it it's just a whole spiritual like te element to it that just is so fulfilling
0: let's talk about te since we're there Mm -hmm. Because you mentioned a couple of times, you know, you sit with yourself, you're or to whoever, or whatever. um, Yeah, matakite.
1: Matakite is in Tūhonga. So my line comes from Tūhonga. And so I'm... Just quickly for
0: people listening that don't know what matakite are.
1: So matakite and Tūhonga, so Tūhonga are like spiritual... So uh,
0: it's very hard to explain. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: real hard to fucking. So basically, yeah. Matakitis and um, Teo Pakia would be they are basically, for want of a better word, psychics, but from Teo Maori's perspective, mm. and it's so much more deeper than the word psychic. I don't like yeah. that. But they are spiritual readers who can cut it off the other side. Same with Tuhunga. Tuhunga have gifts that are just like they were the superheroes of our people. That's why finally you need to look into the Tuhunga Suppression Act. Look into it. I want to say, because shit, they
0: knew they were... <laughs> We've talked about that a few episodes before too far, no? so take this as your third hint.
1: That's it. It's i that's telling you. To go and
0: have a look, because... because
1: that's who I come from, <laughs> Be
0: warned, you will get, yes. get fucked off, because I get fucked off You won't believe
1: it. You'll just be like, what the fuck? But
0: then you start to understand why they shut it down, Absolutely.
1: Right? Absolutely. Marty are like superheroes.
0: <laughs> Truthfully. <laughs> so with your spirituality, how else do you connect? So you... So you, you are you saying that you have... Um, Matukiti and
1: Three yep. that I put it all with. That every single time they have given me guidance. That because I I I already know what it is to be you know what it is because I my personal self I already I, don't know what it says, I see things will happen a little bit so I already know. It's you going don't sound
0: fucking way. crazy. It's all good. No, no,
1: I yeah, but like, <laughs> that's how I do. I do see flashes of. Well, you
0: say that I don't know how time. to say this. It was like you're a bit worried very, that you might sound nutty. It's
1: hard to word it. In a, in a Te Aupakeha space, is I already, my Māori will already tell me, but I already get flashes of things that are gonna happen, so I can kind of see a little bit here, that's my warning. But if things aren't matching up, and I sit in some very serious spaces and do some very serious work, if I need guidance, I will go to one of them and say, listen, can you just give me some guidance? And they just, call it all and it's always on. Like, it's always on, and I would go to them any day, and I always do, that's my, my grounding.
0: You know it's Something. kind of fucked up. Then I'll share this with you just because yeah. it's quite funny. Well, and funny, ironic, not funny, haha. Yeah. So I also have people that I speak to about this sort of stuff. And
1: that's how we did it, Molly. And
0: where I it and, from. and they told me that I was uh, that I was going to be getting into a big conversation about Mokokai in the next couple of days. Oh, sure. So so, <laughs> so here we are, there and are that's you funny are. because obviously, because you're
1: to get yours. I, obviously,
0: I've seen you the other I'm night.
1: The seed it.
0: Even though I've seen you the other night. Um, I kind of didn't click that it would be you
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then even though we've been trying to catch up for a quarter, all I just didn't click and then right. now that we're sitting here and you just started talking I was like fuck you a dumbass gee, yeah, but that's usually
1: the same with me so if I get a flash of something it won't make sense like it'll be just something random out on the steps of parliament and I'll just be like what the fuck am I doing there like why am I there mm. why am I there and they'll, they'll just just give me enough to know that that's coming up in the next bit so when I talk to the at kids they're like how do I plan this and I'll just kind of—they won't plan it for me, but they will give me the guidance for me to plan it myself. And then you're like, ah, oh, then it all comes to that point, and you're standing in that minute, and you're like,
0: this is what it was. it's so obvious in a big day. Thing.
1: It's a fucking—I feel—and I know on a deeper level because I did die for a minute, twenty-six seconds. My spirituality was always very strong. My like, my mom was very, very matikiti. My like my and I come from that line. I mm. know that it's always been there, but since I've gone and come back, it's so much more stronger. And I feel so blessed. And I don't think I would be able to do the level of work that I do now and the energies that I sit in without having to go through that and having these guys. For a fact, if I hadn't have died, I don't know how much, how much I would have succeeded in trying to do what I'm doing now.
0: Yeah. Mm. So what other things can you and. And what I know that i cool all <laughs> oh, that's what we're here for and I know a lot of a lot of our people don't like using the word success because it can be Look,
1: I feel shame yeah
0: yeah but when it comes to you know the mahi that you're doing and the success that it's had what are some things that you attribute that to
1: Guidance. My tupuna are watching me. My tupuna have put me here for this exact reason. All I'm doing is planting seeds. It's up to the people that I plant seeds to water. Mm. That's all I'm doing, just planting seeds. Like my biggest successes are not fucking medals and fucking TV shows, American all that shit. That's great. My successes right now. So one of the one of the girls that i um, I took through my hunting. I won't say name. <laughs> so she's amazing so she came to me she was like I've never been in Tel moulding Spaces. She is a uh, I've I've never appreciated my them. I've always felt like you know not proud to be mouldy. I have never been proud to be mouldy until I started watching your fellas' videos and the shit yous have been doing. I was like, fuck! I want to be part of, of you talk. I want to do it. So then she came with us, and she was just the most amazing woman. And she's never sat around strong, big mouth mighty woman that'll just you know strong figure. <laughs> In the hardest girl <laughs> we just we just talk at like ten thousand decibels a minute. So if we get passionate, you don't even need that microphone. <laughs> Five decibels. <laughs> And it's true, you know, she's never sat in that strength through Maori woman. She's always been into our spaces where she was she was made, she is whakete, you know? Yeah. And she went through us and then once she left her, she was like, Pants, I need to reconnect to my Mori I need to find out my fucker papa, I need to do all this shit. Like you've really this whole thing has just planted these seeds in me and I'm just trying to water them. Do you know what she did, bro? After that? What? She went back and looked at her fucker papa, found out that she had land up her kind of by Tiara, I think it's Tirwa. Um and at that exact time, her, their land, in Parker terms, $11 million worth of land, was in the land court, my land court, going. It was going to be just sold off because no one was fighting for it, claiming oh, for it. Okay. Also, when she, because I had told her about, um, read some stuff about Tikuti and his land, what what he's done. So this was before any of this shit. So she had been schooling up on a lot of Tikuti's laws that he made for us to fight for our laws. I mean, his name is Tikuti, the court. Yeah, yeah. Say. So she had already come with all this arm, armour at the right time with the right papa. She fought for that land and got her 11 million dollars worth of her land back for her iwi and I've got it today Ooh. because of that like that for me is the fucking successes you know like that for me right there and it's just I'm not even doing anything I'm just planting seeds like just be proud that you're Māori this is what dum looks like and it's a beautiful fucking thing and that but stories like that and so many like, that's why I can't ever stop because it's just... And then she'll go on and teach her kids and she's just reconnected her kids back to their tūranga why Like, that's success for me. It's a generational tēnuranga tēnuranga and fighting for our land because the thing is, the crown will never stop fighting for our land. So we need to teach our next generations not to fight but to be kaitiaki in every space. Mm. And be proud of them all. There
0: seems to be a big... And I know I used the word renaissance already when talking about moko Kauai, mm-hmm. But there's also been a big see change they're calling it i see that's what the media is calling it in terms of um like tangata relations Mm -hmm. so the relations between maori and pakeha obviously there's some shit happening too Mm -hmm. but then there seems to be i mean if you look at the maori wards passing if you look at um the separate health authority if you look at the other things that are kind of going around it seems that a lot of uh Tiriti or Pākehā, whatever you'd, you'd like to call settlers or the descendants of uh, meeting us halfway. Well, they're coming, well, not halfway. That's probably a bit forgiving. They're, they're willing to have the quarter now. Mm-hmm. What do you think's changed?
1: I'll tell you what you, uh, I'll take. So what I think it is... You
0: got excited what? when I started mm. saying this, so you have yes, a theory. Yes, well,
1: I have a theory. So every, you know, amount of hate that's happening right now to them, mm. empty vessels make the most noise. There's a lot more allies out there for us than they realise. So the ones that split the most hate are going to make the most noise. They're going to be the ones on stuff. They're going to be the ones fucking on the YouTube and shit like that. And the allies, the Pākehā Pākehā people see us. It's like 5% percent that really like that. But that 5% will make their fucking big mouth racist comments all the time. Dictated by someone by Judith. majority of Kiwis are just Kiwis like we're all chill bro, it's New Zealand did we see what happened at level 4, we were like yeah fuck it let's all stay home and get drunk <laughs> everyone <laughs> anonymous on that, let's just chill stay home, you know what I mean so they've always been there, our allies have always been there, they just never got a, ch- a chance to come to the table like this conversation and these, these, this has happened it just never has happened before that's the thing we've always allowed the people like Judith Collins and all those other horrible bastards to have the loudest voice mm. but they don't represent 95% of the beautiful people in New Zealand that actually are just like shit what, what's wrong with Māori's having a seat at the table If this is the one I don't see it what's wrong you know yeah I do wonder as well like because
0: things like and like I'm going to be blunt like things are so fucked do you think that they kind of don't have a choice but to see what we've got to bring to the table pretty now? much pretty there's pretty a little much. bit of that right pretty
1: much <coughs> Kiwis are very open minded as well. Majority mm. of Kiwis are just like, does it work? No, nope. well, let's fix it. What does it look like to fix it? Well, if we bring in a multi perspective, well, it might probably help all the pollution and the kaitaka. We, can't get, worse, we right? can't get worse right? We can't get worse, let's just all just help together. So that's the thing I think that a lot of, I think generally in New Zealand, we just, we don't realise how much we're all in this together. Mm. Because the loudmouth assholes, <laughs> like Liam, whatever, Lee Williams, whatever his <laughs> fucking name is, who even cares, go home, bloody hell. Build a wall just around him. <laughs> 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 I use Trump's rhetoric for that. But he's the one that you're gonna we're all gonna, gonna focus on. Like we all think he's like that. It's just that we've never got to have these conversations with Parkia at this level. We've mm. never in Maldiven got these opportunities to have ward seats, to have all the framework for health and for our children. We've never had it. So we've never actually realised how much people do actually back this for us. And the ones when they say, oh, 70% of people don't want Maldives to have a seat at the table. No, you probably just went to a specific area and asked that people and did it like, did the polls like that. Yeah. It's my yeah.
0: theory. One thing I've definitely learned in my life is that, like, numbers are fuck all without context. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and that's exactly it, right? Like the context yep. is, where did you get those numbers from? Exactly. Who did, you, speak area did you, to? you go to? Where did you go? that? Because it's a that?
1: very heavy rhetoric to push, because then you can now, the chancellors and councils say, oh, no, 70% of people don't want this, but, you know what I mean? Like, you can just fuck up the data, just go where you want it to go, you can go wherever you want it to fix them. Well, a lot of,
0: like I like found that. out with doing this Māori ward, mahi that a lot
1: of councils,
0: and I mean, like, not, like, councillors, a single yeah, person, yeah. council, like, the entire entity... They were saying that they, oh no, we consulted with Ewe and they don't want a ward. Their consultation was flicking an oh, email. those
1: ones, I call them buy a Māori. Yeah, yeah buy a because you can, you can pick anyone that's from an Ewe and say, oh, Ngāti Kau Nunu has heard this. No, it's, it's Uncle Dickie from down the road that's loading his pockets, because there's a lot of mouldy that will us out down the river. There has been in the older generation, and they will sit on the boards and they will get their pockets lined. So they will go to that a and, and be like, bro. For one give us the word. and give us what we need, but that is not our generation. We're not standing for that anymore. And all the ones that sit on the boards like that are—they're fading off. It's, mm.
0: it's a beautiful thing to see. So, we've fucking talked about so much shit. It's been good, it's good eh? and it's I've been enough. stoked because it looked like you weren't expecting to talk about a lot of shit. Yeah, we talked about.
1: Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, so that's good then. I hope this is kind of being nice for you to talk about no, shit yes, that you been. My brain. usually don't get to um, talk about. One thing I kind of want to touch on that I've written down here is that there seems to be a big belief from you in in the elements and in the, in the what do you call it, like the role that the elements or has and nature has on us as people.
1: We are but one element.
0: We are but one element. I was thinking of a First way to say it, that is a fucking mean way to put it. We are but one
1: element, you know, so we were and are and will forever be the guardians of the bush of the whenua of the water of the wairua of the maori we are of this country that is what makes us us that is what makes aborigines them they have learned to stand within their own environment and learn when you can shoot that bird when you don't when you light fires when you don't how to live in harmony not take not greed that's not te ao mm. and so for me that is what we are we are but one
0: element, and we are kaitiaki. We are nature. We're we not. Are. We're not. We're not we're, nature. not. we're
1: not. control. We are not Mother Nature. She controls us. We're not Papetunaku. We're not Atua. They are. We are just one element of that. That whole being.
0: We are. Oh, I'm going to remember that. I love that. We are one. We are the element. Before I let you go, there's only one question that I ask everyone that comes on the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, other than that it's just been free-flowing cordial like we've had. Yeah. Um, but the only question that I ask is, bearing in mind you're not a mental health professional or anything, is <laughs> someone listening right now who is in a bit of a rut, they might be in a bit of a hole, um, they're feeling kind of the lowest the lows, what would your, I wouldn't say advice, but what would your words be for them to help them in this time?
1: It's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. No one thinks you're a piece of shit that's your anxiety and your depression telling you that no one believes that you don't even believe that that's why you're tired because you're fighting it
0: any parting words for i let you rock and roll
1: oh so much <laughs> go hard <laughs> no thank you for having me tonight i really enjoyed these deeper convers- conversations <laughs> conversations <laughs> and it's been a big privilege to hang out for you tonight my bro but yeah i just i just see a bright a bright future for New Zealand, as long as we keep people like Lee Williams and Judith Collins where they need to be, which is on a boat, pushed out with no oars. Good, good <laughs> goodbye, see you later. Yes, instigating racial hate, apartheid, spinning motherfuckers. As long as we just keep an eye on those kind of people, we're going to be just fine, New Zealand. We're heading in the right direction, and it's a beautiful thing to see. I
0: mean, it's been awesome having a quarter with you, and I feel like this will not be the last time this happens.
1: I know. Let's get drunk in the
0: Nah, thank you, my bro. There it is, whānau. I told you it would be no holds barred. And for those that follow here, you know that you wouldn't expect anything less. Panya to Paiho featuring on Best Side uh, with this episode, episode six for season three. Uh, chopping it up, having a quarter about everything from dying that's right she talked about when she passed away and what that felt like and she's gone for about five minutes or so before they brought her back her days of getting up to mischief and now being in a space where uh, she can work with a lot of people to make some massive massive differences in our world right now and she's doing that she's out speaking and putting herself into a lot of positions that she never thought she would be in and also speaking quite frankly as well about how they're not always comfortable positions uh being on stage being in parliament all these places she thought she would never be and how she's adjusting to those make sure you leave a review for us as always out. check us out on instagram facebook spotify itunes all those places where you listen if you could please 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 leave us a review It all makes a huge huge difference who are we going to have on next time who knows? But make sure you keep it locked in and find us right here, right where you need us. On best side, kia ora mai.